The flower does not dream of the bee. It blossoms and the bee comes. Let's talk about that. Good morning, everyone. My name is Maddie, and you're listening to that Inside Voice podcast. And today we're going to be discussing bees and flowers and the symbiotic relationship that they have with each other. Just to remind you of the quote, even though you heard it literally 30 seconds ago, um, the flower does not dream of the bee, it blossoms and the bee comes. Mm. Today I want to talk about the observances, or the observations, sorry, of this law, and also the transgressions, so where the law doesn't quite fit in, into certain situations. So I guess we'll start off with the observations of the law, um, and just give a little bit of a background as to you know, the relationships that bees and flowers have. I'm sure you're all aware that when a flower blooms and and blossoms, it opens itself up so beautifully and it allows a bee to come in, take its pollen and deliver it to its nest and uh, use that pollen for various different things. One of those things being for honey. Um, and without that blossoming process that a flower undergoes, the bee can't necessarily access that pollen. Um, so it generally will go for a already blossomed flower. Um, and that's basically just how natural selection goes. If you don't blossom, the bee won't get its pollen and scrumptious honey won't be made. And so that's the premise of the podcast today about exploring where this analogy really hits home. Um, And I think the best place to start um, is this idea of change and what facilitates change in this modern day and and how we can recognize ways to change um, without it being too absurd Um, and without moving too far away from our sense of selves um, and just submitting ourselves to journeys and experiences that will have positive implications on our lives. Um, So I guess a great place to start is by talking about my personal experience and how for the past four and a half months I've been living out of home. Um, So I'm currently living in Tomokan, which is down the coast. Um, It's a beautiful area to live. Um, I'm currently doing my internship um, at one of the hospitals down here and I'm really enjoying it really, really enjoying it. Um, I am learning so much. I'm making new friends. I'm learning how to spend a lot more time with myself and understanding what is actually good for me. 
Um, and that's been quite a difficult experience for me. Um, I've always said to myself that, you know, I can spend time by myself and, you know, I can go to the gym by myself. I don't need a spotter or I can, you know, go for a run by myself or I can, you know, go to the beach by myself, all these things. And while that remains true, it, it kind of goes out the window once you put yourself into a situation where you're literally alone 24 seven. Um, and then reframing that loneliness for actually independence and where that changes. But the reason why I brought that up was because this quote really hit me the other day when I read it. And it was so beautiful because it's rung true for so many situations in my life where potentially I wasn't patient enough for something or I lacked the perspective as to why something wasn't working out for me. Um, and it's all about blossoming. So what does blossoming mean? Well, lots of people have different definitions and I'm not here to prescribe what the correct definition is because everyone has their own um, perspectives and experiences but I think it's quite simple blossoming is quite simple it's realizing what you're capable of um, in contrast to how you've been living your life currently and that requires you to take yourself out of your comfort zone in most cases so traditionally the way that you find your capabilities is by doing stuff that you've never done before um, or acting out specific situations which you've imagined yourself doing for a long period of time. And that takes a lot of courage. Don't get me wrong. That takes a lot of courage. It might mean that, you know, you might need to sacrifice a, a couple of things and I'd love to make a podcast on sacrifice sometime soon. Um, because it's such a positive attribute in someone's personality to sacrifice a vision of grandeur for something that is, you know, in the long term, a lot more, um, you know, rewarding. So it's this idea of sacrificing whatever you have now for what you think you're capable of or, or what you imagine is the extent of your capabilities. Um, and there never really is an extent of your capabilities. Every single time you peak a mountain, you arrive at the foot of another. That's generally how progress works. It's exponential. But sorry, that was a bit of a tangent. I, I love this idea of realizing what you're capable of. And I discussed this in, 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 a, in a prior podcast, this idea that um, you all know what you're capable of. Um, and there's actually a really beautiful quote, which I'd like to pull up now. Um, uh, it's basically like a, a, a beautiful summary of understanding our capabilities. Uh, deep down, you know exactly what you're capable of. Um, there's even moments where you get a glimpse of all the potential that you have. Um, you just have to be willing to sacrifice the habits and the things and situations that are standing in your way. And I really love that because that makes way for blossoming as an individual. 
it doesn't the quote doesn't specifically explain that you need to wake up at 5 a.m in the morning or you need to you know go to the gym or you need to eat healthy or you need to do this walk or you need to read that amount of books or the traditional ways that we find you know everyone will tell us of how to evolve and everything it's literally just saying that deep down you know exactly what you're capable of and most people not sure if i'm going to get this quote right but most people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in five years and i quite like that quote because it's um so true you know how how many years have passed since you finished uni me personally it's been like five months or something like that um but then how many years has it been since you finished high school it's been like for me it's been four and a half five years um i would have never known that i would have been in this situation so quickly where i'm at now and the lessons that i've learned and the things that i've done um but that's a divergent that that's a tangent to what i wanted to discuss in this podcast so that's the first thing that we've discussed understanding that you know what you're truly capable of now where does this work where does the where does the quote work and and how is it observed in nature well you know in in human nature the quote very directly talks about how the flower or you as the individual doesn't dream of the thing it's attaining for so the flower does not dream of the goal essentially the flower dreams of the journey of blossoming and then being attracted by everyone and i quite like that i really i really love that because i feel like when you close yourself off to a goal a singular goal right and we're not just talking about women here we're not talking about men we're not talking about you know something so closed off that is you know and we could be talking about that but in general terms when we make goals for ourselves we often have tunnel vision which is a it's a sacrifice in itself which is great but the quote really well defines this idea of not putting all of your eggs into one basket or this one bee and hoping that you'll get that single bee the quote is talking about you realize your capabilities you accomplish that independence that you have sought out for yourself you know you start that business you you meet those people you you travel you you do whatever is in line with your intuition and i guarantee you the bees will follow that is essentially what it is um which i find quite beautiful and i don't think it warrants much more explanation than that just being super in line with your intuition your intuition is always right you need to let yourself know that your intuition is always right okay because it is a bunch of neurons which are you in its own network that has been forged and and engineered by you and your experience um and it plays into your 
microbiome and the things that you eat and the things that you smell and see on a day-to-day basis, it's all influenced by that. That's what your intuition is literally influenced by. So it is so important to listen to it because it's, it's like a memory board for living a good life and knowing what is good for you um, rather than relying on the you know, advice and counsel and wisdom of others where you know, sometimes it's, it's warranted, but most of the time it's good to be listening to your own intuition to, to, to aid that blossoming process. And that's completely unique to you. I can't talk about what the, the, the right way to be doing that is. Now, I want to talk about the transgression of this law. The bee does not always necessarily come to that flower specifically. I want you to take that in for a moment because you can do, and this is so upsetting, but so liberating at the same time. You can do all of the emotional work, all of it. You can blossom, you can, you know, um, understand your capabilities and, and, and exceed your capabilities and do all these amazing, beautiful things with your life. And that B, that goal, may still not come to you. But if we think of the bees as any opportunity in the world, and and I'm sure you can imagine that there are like billions upon trillions of bees in this world. I'm sure someone will give me a number on how many bees are on this world, which people often do after these podcasts. But I'm sure you can imagine that just by blossoming, you are attracting more bees or more opportunities than if you weren't to have blossomed. So staying static and being closed off is much worse than just doing this emotional work and sacrificing or or being vulnerable to not actually attaining that bee or, excuse me, attaining that you know, that, that experience that, that you've been wanting for or that manifestation. But in turn, you just get this beautiful reception of new experiences and opportunities that will guide you and expand you and expand your consciousness. So it's, it's, it's really a sacrifice again. And I want to make this podcast so bad about reframing in our minds the sacrifices that we make and how sacrifice is a good thing. Um, So there are two ways. You can observe this law in a positive way and then understand how it transgresses in society. That when you put your energies out there most of the time, you know, and maybe not most of the time, but a lot of the time you do manifest and, and get that energy back and get those experiences back. But sometimes you might not get that specific experience, but you will learn something in the end, which, which will be invaluable for you. So use that in, in whatever way that you find is useful. Um, and really understand that most quotes that you read will always have two sides of the story, especially this one. It's a beautiful one. And I, I love, I love 
reading the positive observations of, of this law. It's, it's quite gratifying, actually. And it also just reminds us how human this experience is um, of change and growth. It's, it's a, it's a, there's a low probability of it ever happening, but there's always a catalyst which forces us to change and realize um, the necessity to pursue our true capabilities um, and really suck all of the juices um, out of this life that we're given. So I hope that was a, you know, very informative little podcast. It was a bit of a short one. Um, uh, please share this with anyone who you think needs to hear it and give me some criticism. I want to know how to better this podcast. Um, you know, I love talking to myself in the shower and when I'm making dinner. And so I thought maybe a good way to make it into a productive thing would be to let other people listen to my thoughts as well. Because it's extremely validating when you're talking about something. Um, because most of the time we talk to ourselves in our minds. Um, and then only once we articulate it into words do we truly understand what we're trying to say to ourselves. Um, so just by articulating this, I hope that, um, you know, it's struck a few chords in you as it's, it's done with me as well. So thank you so much for listening. Um, and I hope to see you and, and <laughs> feel your presence next time. Okay. See ya. Bye.